Hey everybody, welcome back to the Lucky Dog Podcast. This is your host, Elias Roush. This is just going to be a random conversation about my experience with COVID-19. So, normally I would uh, categorize this under an aftercast, but I just got a new mic and I'm not really sure how it's going to all sound, so I just like, fuck it, let's have something to talk about. Hopefully, everything sounds good. Just got this new, what is it called? Um, let me grab the I just got this new um, Mano, M-A-O-N-O. I've never seen this type of uh, mic before, but I got a couple of these for the studio, and I needed them for when I have uh, guests on and stuff like that. So let's see how it sounds. So for the topic today, we're going to discuss about COVID-19, my experience with it the last year. This is the 11th of... April right now, 2021. So last year, everyone knows about the pandemic. I mean, if you're if you're basically conscious on the world, then you know exactly that what the deal was with the worldly repercussions of COVID-19. But on a personal level, like how did it affect us individually? Now, some people affected more financially. Some people affected more um, from an e- economical standpoint of not being able to perform business, not being able to see family, not being able to see, uh, you know, live a normal, quote-unquote, normal life. So, I went, let me see, March, I think it was around March when the pandemic started last year. It, technically, it was around March, but um, let me see. Let's just say the beginning of March. So is it March, April, May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December. I went 10 months without getting COVID. At the very end of the year, I got the shit. And of course, I'm like, oh my gosh, this effing sucks. So, I don't want to disparage anybody's uh, experience with COVID, whether it was minuscule or really extreme. I've seen both sides of the spectrum. So, I want to be very clear that this is my experience. No way should it reflect anyone else's. So, I went 10 months without getting this shit. And then all of a sudden, I tested positive at the end of December for it. I was kind of freaking out. Wasn't quite sure how to handle it. I had known people that had gotten it. I had known people that had really suffered from it and everywhere in between. So, my symptoms started out. I'll kind of describe the first kind of week of it. I think this was uh, like the day or two after Christmas. And of course, when you get it, there's some sort of like social stigma, I feel like that was kind of like stuck with it. And I, I don't know how to explain it in a way, but it's like, I know that I, when I would see people that would get COVID, I would kind of, I felt like I might need to back up a few feet, even though that they aren't even um, able to spread it anymore after the 14 day quarantine period. So at the time, it was a 14-day quarantine period. I think the CDC uh, reduced it to 10-day. So, 
I had known people that had gotten it. I had known, you know, what if certain people, basically I was like, you know, I, I had always thought I wasn't going to be one of those people. I was like, there's no way that I'm going to get it. I, I wear a mask everywhere. I try to be socially distanced. I try to do everything I could. Despite all of that, I, I think I got it in the gym, but I'm not sure this one asshole, I swear, coughed on me and I got it, but I'm just going to, I'm, I can't confirm that, <laughs> but, um, I was like, I swear that was where I got it, if anywhere, but anyways, the first t- thing that happens when you get it, well, I had to go to CVS, which if you're in the, uh, if you're not in the States and you don't know what CVS is, it's like a drugstore, a pharmacy store, that type of thing, and you can go to, through a drive through which I set up online, it was, um, it was kind of a process, I'll be honest, but... To be honest, uh, you know, getting the tests and everything was a little bit more nerve-wracking than actually receiving it or not. It didn't really matter if I got the test. It it matters on how you react after. So I knew that my body felt weird, that I was having kind of like fatigue the first day when I felt it. And then I got the test. I was like, yeah, I definitely feel sick in some sort of way. The day after I had this, uh, so I think it was a Tuesday, I felt like, um, what I, I felt a little ill, just tired, and I had realized uh, I was around somebody that was kind of experiencing similar symptoms, but maybe to a m- more milder degree. So everything that that person that uh, I was around was experiencing all these symptoms a few days before I was. So I kind of felt like we were in some sort of uh, correlation. So the uh, first symptom, I believe I was tired as hell during this, um, this period. It was, I think it was a Tuesday. And then the next Wednesday, I felt okay. That next Thursday, that following Thursday, I had a fever from like hell. I was like, oh my gosh, I can't do anything. I just, uh, so tired. Um, And... That's when I definitely knew something was going on with my body. I think I was running about a 99.7 um, fever. I don't think I ever went into the hundreds, if I'm correct. But And then on top of that, I think it was Friday or Saturday, the next symptoms. Now, when all these symptoms were happening, it would be in like 24-hour cycles. So when I was tired, I felt okay about the next day. After the next day, I felt exhausted. That, that day, I felt okay. I think that was a Wednesday. That Thursday, I think I had the fever. I had a really bad fever. And I remember watching the movie Soul and stuff like that. And that was just, uh, it was one of the last few times I had my taste and smell. So I think it was around Saturday that I uh, could not smell nor taste my food. Nor uh, I couldn't tell. Like To put a perspective on how important taste and smell is to your life. Not only is it a convenience, but it's also somewhat of a safety, uh, a part of, you know, hazards and safety and stuff like that. Like I was sitting right beside a fire. Um, what's it called? Like a fire pit. And I could not smell the, the smoke going directly in my nose. I kind of felt a sense of depression, to be honest, When I was showering, I couldn't smell if the soap I was putting on uh, smelled good or not. I would spray my cologne, couldn't smell it. 
I'd make eggs and bacon in the morning. This was happening for several days. I couldn't taste it. I couldn't smell it. Everything. Food becomes more of a texture in a way. Now, if you're a longtime listener, I think I talked about this in a previous aftercast, just the the the, the way that COVID-19 made you feel from not only you being exhausted for what I, I called the first week was the majority of like the flu symptoms in a way. And then the second week became just the breathing problems. So after, you know, during all this, most people will experience some sort of like nasty cough or something like that. I didn't have the nasty cough, but I think it was around the that that Sunday or Monday that my shortness of breath become became so noticeable. I would walk upstairs and I would have to basically take a breather. It became so exhausting to do just about everything like day-to-day stuff just walking up and down stairs. Like forget about running and I was you know, before COVID, I was running every day or, you know, working out every day, maybe not doing running, but I was doing some really intense workout of some sort about five to seven out of seven days a week. After COVID, I was exhausted. I mean, the fatigue was so real. It was like you couldn't catch a breath in the air. It was weird. It was like you would take a deep, deep breath and the oxygen just wasn't like absorbing and it was a very strange sensation. I was like, this is miserable. So I felt like an asthmatic for about 10 days after I had the first few symptoms of um, COVID. Even after the quarantine period, I was walking. The, the only thing that was making me feel okay during this was being able to bite into a lemon and I wouldn't be able to, I could bite into a lemon like it was an apple. I could bite into it so, you know, so hard, I couldn't taste anything and I wouldn't taste any of the sourness until it hit the very back of my throat. And so on top of being depressed about, you know, not being able to smell anything, you couldn't smell whether you smell good, you smell bad, you smell like sheet, you know, like it, 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 some people were laughing when they, when I would tell them this, but it's like, you really don't understand. Everything has a smell. Everything has a taste. Whether you're tasting it or not, you know, whether you're smelling it or not, everything does. Like you're on purpose is what I'm saying. So on top of having this, you know, ordeal, not being able to taste or smell anything. And it's not the type of not being able to taste or smell where like, um, like you take a deep breath like that like in your nose is not stopped up mine's a little my, I got the pollen's crazy in the air this right now so I might be a little bit stopped up but you know you could take an entire deep breath and it just felt like there was a filter over your mouth it, it was or over your mouth and um nose and apparently I don't know it's your taste buds and your senses regenerating and stuff like that I don't know covid really bucks your system up so Anyways, it was not a fun experience going through that, and I could totally see, like, I I was walking in the evening so that I could have better breaths, it felt like, and I've talked to people that are on uh, inhalers now because they've had COVID and whatnot, very healthy people that um, now need inhalers, young people, I'm talking under 40, 
that were not asthmatics before or did not have any breathing problems before. So yeah, there's definitely long, long-term stuff that can happen when you get this stuff. It's very serious. So, um, oh, and I actually just read on Facebook, one of my, someone that went to my, um, high school just got their taste and smell back after four months. I was like, oh my gosh, that is, that's insane. Mine, Mine came back after about, I think, a solid 13 or 14 days. I think they say around two weeks is the average time. But my goodness, it was uh, it was a scary experience. And I was deep, dark place when that was happening. And I think I'll talk about it in the Sound of Metal review if you want to hear a little bit more about it. But, um, yeah, let me see what else that what I got. Um Oh yeah, so I wanted to talk about that was my experience with the virus. Let me talk to you about the experience with getting the vaccine. So getting the vaccine, I um I was hesitant. Let me go through my thought process of it. I was following all of the um you know, all the news about it. I saw Moderna was approved, I saw Pfizer was approved, and depending on your location, other uh companies are approved. I know there's kind of some like small things happening with the AstraZeneca vaccine that apparently that the majority of countries outside the U.S. are relying on. But I don't know. There's some small, small things. Just maybe do some research on that. But I had saw that Moderna was like 90 percent efficacy that in like uh, after two shots, Pfizer was around like 80 or something like that. I can't remember exactly the number. And then um, Johnson Johnson was around 70, which got approved after those two did. So I was sitting at work one day, just had a meeting. And uh, by the way, I was having breathing problems at my work. I was having to go outside. Um, this was within the, that 13 days after the quarantine period that I was still having like some breathing issues. I thought I was just going to be sitting at my desk having like an asthmatic, just having breathing issues it was very concerning for me and um it eventually subsided thank goodness um but yeah that that was the that was the one of the really scary things i was like on top of not being able to taste or smell or anything good or bad you know having breathing problems just sitting at the desk was not fun at all um but yeah so that eventually subsided thank goodness um let me think of anything else that i was saying oh so I was sitting at work and the um, the meeting I was in had just ended and I was checking out Facebook and I saw somebody say, um, I, I, I had heard through the grapevine that you had to be on a certain level group or something like that to be able to get the, uh, the vaccine. And I was just like, all right, I'll just let the vaccine come whenever it comes. And so I was on Facebook and I saw somebody post, hey, the mall has... I don't know, a thousand doses of the vaccine. Get it hot while you can. And I, I saw it had been up there like 20 minutes and it was reposted by, by one of my friend's um, uh, sisters or something like that. And I was like, damn, that would be crazy if I went and got that. And I just like, I don't, on a whim, I said, ch -ch -ch -ch, and all of a sudden I was going like 80 down the highway. <laughs> and I was like, burr, 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 I don't know. I don't even drive stick, but I felt like I was changing 
gears and lanes like fucking Vin Diesel. Like, I live my life. But anyways, um, so I show up in a, a white tank top like Vin Diesel. And no, I'm, I was not in a white tank top, <laughs> but um, I felt like I got there that fast. And as soon as I got there, I was like, okay, so the turning in is a little bit difficult, but they're kind of funneling all these cars from like three different angles. I know it's kind of different. It's difficult to imagine for a lot of people that aren't in the area, but you know, just picture a lot of cars funneling into like, a really massive parking lot and so they were pushing all these cars kind of like herding them like she like sheep all in this massive line and we're all going down this um uh this parking lot very slowly and so it looked like the line was going to be up about 45 minutes but i had about three gallons of water and so my bladder literally felt like i was holding like three bowling balls on it I had to go to the bathroom so bad. So I was literally doing a jig in my car trying to make sure I didn't whiz myself while getting my dang shot. But let me tell you, the most difficult part about waiting to get for the shot, um, waiting to get this shot was literally holding my bladder. So <laughs> I got to be honest, I was just sitting in the car doing little jigs trying to listen to all my you know my favorite podcasts and to do everything to think about not having to use the restroom because I was like if I get out of this line I ain't getting the shot and so I end up uh you know in I am in the line and we're going it, there's like a line for another line for another line and everyone seems to be going ahead of me and I was getting all like really anxious I was like I gotta go I was like spazzing. I was like, I got to go to the bathroom so bad. So um, these uh, nice people that were herding us all in, they were um, handing out, um, what are these called? Like clipboards with all the information that you need to sign um, on there. And basically it, it does ask like, or it hours asked, um, you know, our profession, where we're from, bunch of personal information. And... Uh, you know, I signed and filled that out, but it still was at least an hour and a half for all these cars to go through. And what they did is they, they tried, what they say is they try to um, cut the line off before, you know, people, so they don't have people waiting at the very end of the line um, and they don't get the vaccine. So anyways, I, I went through the line, a bunch of nice people helping and, uh, you know, uh, it looked like these tents set up. It, it definitely looked like something out of like Contagion. I was like, oh my gosh, it's like this is straight out of a movie. But anyways, I went and, and got my um, Johnson and Johnson shot. All you had to do was um, roll down the window and, uh, um, you know, pull up a sleeve and um, let her rip right on the right on the arm. And honestly. It really didn't hurt getting the shot, if I can remember. It's just like a little uh, sting, and my only, um, my only symptom. Well, I did have to sit there for 15 minutes with everybody in this parking lot. It just looked like I didn't see anybody have a problem the entire time we were there. So, this guy is just like standing. It, it looked like they had like volunteer soldiers. Maybe they just have really young bucks. But um, they're sitting there timing you, or you have like a a, a timesheet that they give you, 
and you can put it in your window and it says like uh you know you're 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 clear at 145 or something like that and so that's basically what happened for me and he let me go a few minutes early anyway and i, I was just flying back down the highway because i had to use the restroom so bad but anyways the um 24 hours later 48 hours later um my only side effects from the johnson and johnson shot were um a sore arm and um let me see i was probably a little tired the night of the day i got the shot and then the day after i felt maybe a little bit of fatigue but other than that that was just my experience with the johnson and johnson vaccine so just kind of wanted to get that off my chest for anybody that had questions or what it felt like to kind of go through this entire experience and I my reasoning for getting the shot even though I you know was one of the more skeptical ones I um and I actually wasn't on in the group or level that you're supposed to do it it was still supposed to be like people of a certain age but they were just handing them out i guess you know because they have to use these vaccines by a certain day otherwise they i guess go bad or something like that i haven't really looked into the longevity of a vac a shelf life of a vaccine but normally when they're available they it seems to be like this word of mouth kind of thing it's like hey go over here go over here go over here but um, th thank goodness, uh, my, my friend's sister had posted that she said that she was in the line for the vaccine. And I was just like, wow, that would be so convenient if I could just scoot in there. And I, after getting the vaccine, I just have this like peace of mind, um, of about being around people again. And it's not that I feel that you should be one way or another about the vaccine, but it does feel after going through a, a pretty not fun case of the, of the virus and seeing people on both sides of the spectrum being affected, um, it's just like I got the vaccine because I don't want to get sick and I don't want to get other people sick and I want to do what I can do to help you know reduce this uh, pandemic we're in and I believe that's one of the best ways and. With saying that, I have done some traveling um, since I've gotten my vaccine. I feel a lot more comfortable being around um, groups that um, are approved on the CDC list and stuff like that. I've gone, um, I've talked about going to Nashville a little bit and uh, traveling through American Airlines. I will say going to Nashville was kind of a pain in the butt, but on the way back was a lot breezier. So, um, I guess it kind of depends on the type of people that are in the neighbor uh, in the neighborhood in the airport when they're um, you're going through and I felt like certain air stewardesses and um, were more strict about um, you know cleanliness I guess I'm not really sure what to say about that but it's just like some were a lot more strict some were not a lot more strict but either way you're supposed to wear a mask mask the entire time you're on um, the airport Sorry, you're in the airport. So <clears throat> that's going to be something um, people are probably going to have a small gripe about for a while with public transportation and having to wear masks. It's, it's, uh, what I'm hoping is the virus mm -hmm. subsides as we get this um, vaccine. What I'm seeing from, I think, last Monday on NPR, I think they said around like 
around 4, P, 4 million people a day are getting vaccinated. And to be close to herd immunity, we need to have around 80 to 85% of the country vaccinated. I don't remember by what date, but um, that seems to be the big uh, the big number. And so that's why I'm trying to um, encourage people to do their part in just finding out the information. If you're not, you know, if you're not interested in it, you know, really do the information of why and why it m may be more of a risk. Um, but it, versus uh, getting in, it, it might be might be a risk too, or might not be a risk, you know, it's just all about doing your own information. And once again, this was all based off of um my personal experience i just when i was on the way back from uh work this uh sunday i was just like um i'll listen to a little bit of npr can i get a little update and i think they said um you know despite some of the risks the um the toll that the virus would have is a lot greater than the risks that the vaccines pose at all if if any and so after getting it, I feel a lot better about, um, you know, my decisions to um, work and be around people with um, with uh, the vaccine and stuff like that. I just feel a lot more comfortable with it now. So, yeah, let me um, let me know how I can improve the podcast. Again, I was using a new mic and I've kind of been talking all over it. So I'm kind of seeing which sounds the best. Um, uh, if you got, I, it's kind of weird. Normally I'm like, if you like the review, let me know what you thought. Well, I was going to say, you know, if, if you got the virus, what was your experience? But I, you know, with, with the utmost respect, I'd be curious to hear what everyone's, uh, experiences with the virus. If you did get it, um, once again, I have heard of some people experiencing literally no symptoms and then others, who have had family members who have passed. So it seriously is something that just goes all across the board and it's extremely unpredictable. Um, but yeah, I, this is just, once again, my experience. I want to be very clear with that. Um, this is not, you know, supposed to serve as this is what I went through and this is what you're going to go through. That's It's not really um, on par or that specific like that. That's the weird thing about it is it's, it's extremely unpredictable. So yeah, let me know what you thought about the podcast, um, how I can improve, and if you like pod, more personal podcasts like this so you can kind of understand my personal side of what's going on and what's happening a little bit behind the podcast as well. So, um, And again, this is a newer mic that I'm working on trying to master, so let me know what you think about it. Thank you, and take it easy.